New Iberian Mayor Freddie DeCourt. Uh, how are you, sir? I'm good. Good morning. You can't do something about this cold weather? Man, I wish I could. Man. <laughs> I wouldn't be the mayor if I could handle those kind of know, issues. Yeah, it would be a, a different job. Yeah, Mother I'd, Nature. I'd have a different yeah. job. Absolutely. Good to have you back. Uh, we missed you a couple of weeks ago. And since uh, you and I spoke, in, and I did not, the, the one portion of the meeting I didn't hear last uh, from Tuesday night was the council comments and your comments, if you had any. But uh, I know it had to be a disappointing loss election night. It was. 133 votes. So if 68 people had voted yes, we would have a 20-year road program. Uh, so it was a little, you know, interesting. Uh, I, my quote to the paper and my belief is that uh, our vote is always right. So I guess the message that I put out maybe wasn't clear enough. You know, 50% of our citizens, basically 133 votes is pretty close to that. 50% of our citizens who voted wanted the 20-year road program for no new taxes. The other 50%, for whatever reason, didn't. Um, they still drive these roads. And look, it's a bigger picture. We're, the current road program is going to end next year. So when those bulldozers stop and people realize how many of the roads we did not get to, they're not going to be happy. And I'm not happy. So what we need to do is come together and figure out a, a new solution. I, I still need to address the roads. I still need to come up with a plan. Uh, plan A didn't work. I want to shift to plan B. Now, I want some public input on Plan B, so I'll tell you what I'm doing. Uh, press release goes out tomorrow. I cut a video uh, r- right before I came here. On November the 28th, the 29th, the 30th, and December the 1st. So that's the week after Thanksgiving. I'm pulling the desk out and putting it on the sidewalk. And from 9 o'clock in the morning until 12 o'clock, those three days, I'm welcoming all of you to come talk about roads, but especially the people who voted no. Help me help you make a new plan. I'm not trying to get out of work. I work very hard. I love what I'm doing. I'm passionate about our city. I want to work harder. I want to take the tax dollars that we collect and use them differently. And that was the whole point of this. It was a reallocation. So that's still in my mind as a possibility. We might have to change it. We might have to come up with something different. That's why I want some input. I want to make a new plan uh, because the roads aren't going away. And I try the to problem explain. is the roads are going away. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, crumbling a little bit at a time. Because remember, 20% of our roads were good. We're addressing almost 20%. That leaves 60% of our roads that need attention. And probably another 20% that need serious attention. So, and if we don't do any maintenance, they all going to end up like that. I just don't want to be like the mayors in the past, nothing against them, because I'm in the same boat. Of You bond out the money you can, so basically you take out a loan. You pay for what you can pay for, you make the money go as far as you can, and then your road program comes to a screeching halt because you can't do it again. You, you can't afford to. So if we don't think differently and a little creatively, that's exactly what's going to happen to me. Um, I have two years left in this term. Uh, God willing, I'd love to serve my last term and finish out my plans and you know, finish changing this place for the better. But uh, I don't know if that's in the cards. I mean, we've got to wait and see. That's why we have an election. Um, and remember, the vote is always right. So, you know, <laughs> what they tell me, they tell me. I'm going to live with it. Look, if you're the kind of person who, you know, I hate that on a, I, we never talk national, okay? But I hate it when you hear people criticizing our election, saying elections were stolen, all this kind of stuff, you know, because you're just eroding the one place in the world that has freedom, true freedom, and that our elections are sacred and our elections work. 
So my attitude is you're never going to hear me say, I can disagree, I can agree, it doesn't matter. You know, the vote is always right. And I think that if you're a true public servant, that's how you got to look at it. So uh, it, uh, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be fun. But uh, I thought that was a good way to reach out. And believe me, my phone's been ringing. Uh, support is, you know, so funny. The next day, people were checking on me. And I was like, wait, it's not about me. Go check on the roads. You know, it's, 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 I'm fine. You know, I've been through the ringer already. I mean, you know, I would have jumped out the window from the third floor a long time ago if I took all of every bit of it personal. It's a job. It's an adventure. It's a fun job. But, you know, I'm just trying to fix this place. Um, you know, this year in the budget that started November 1, we're spending $12 million on our sewer. And that's kind of the big picture. Yes, we collect taxes. You know, I've already had a few remarks. You just have to do more with what you have. Well, I'm trying. At every turn, I'm trying to be as creative as I can. I'm leveraging, you know. When I asked the council to give me $200,000 six years ago and I turned it into a million in grants, we did that because it's a 20% match. We've done that repeatedly. So we're leveraging the dollars we get. We're trying to make smart business decisions. We've attracted new businesses. We've had new jobs. Our taxes have gone up some, but not enough to support everything. So it's a constant struggle of fix your infrastructure, add quality of life, get new businesses, try to get new jobs, try to keep your parks moving, fix all of the roof. We talk about this all the time, the roofs, the new fire trucks, the, the electrical panels, the, the changes in our parks, the, the new parks we're building. All those things, leveraging grant money, loans, capital outlay from the state, and the tax dollars that come in. But you can combine them all. You can't fix everything at once. So, you know, had the road tax passed, that would be a giant 20-year check of roads. And then I could shift gears completely to some of our many other problems. Well, I have shifted to sewer because I have to. I don't want to get in another consent decree. I was the mayor pro tem when we were in a consent decree, and it wasn't fun. So the 12th million on the roads is taking most of, you know, some people have said, well, you know, we pay taxes for the road. You pay a 1960 tax that does my favorite tax, and it does roads, sewer, police, fire, any other public sidewalks, any other public permanent improvement. That money has long been taxed out by all those major things. Mm-hmm. You know, the police tax that we passed to bring back a police department doesn't pay for the whole police department. The balance of that goes to that from that 1960 tax. The fire department has a tax for their raises and benefits, not to run the whole department. Money comes out of that tax. So the minimal amount, you know, you see our crews, like we just did a concrete patch, just because it's very visible. I'll bring that one up on Lewis Street. You know, but we do them all over the place. The concrete patching that Public Works is able to do, which is small panels and small sections, um, you know, that comes out of there. So there's not enough. It's why we have to borrow money. It's why we have to leverage what we have to get further. So I'm uh, not discouraged. Uh, they have another level of challenge, I guess you could say. So come out on the sidewalk and, you know, oh, look, just put the window down. I'll even be a drive-through. <laughs> I'm willing to be a drive-through conversation. Pull up in front. I'll put the desk all the way at the sidewalk. Pull up in front on those three days, 29th, 30th, and the 1st. Come on and, you know, holler out the window. This is, you see me at Lowe's? I go to Lowe's all the time. You see me in the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A. I'm a, I, really, I love their salads. Uh, you see me at Walmart. You know, wherever. Just tell me, you know. Okay, I voted no, and this is why I voted no. I'm going to ask you if you have an idea. 
I'm mm. going to ask you if you're going to help me come up with a solution or I'm going to tell you, would you please listen and at least be open minded when I come up with another solution? I'm not taking any as personal um, because those bulldozers are going to stop by the end of next year and we aren't going to have any more of a road program and we all drive these streets. You can't imagine, especially what that cost have risen, that there are material shortages. You know, I know some people. They didn't vote for it because this is this is crazy. Somebody told me this this morning. Okay, they didn't tell me directly, so I'm, let's take this as a as a maybe. Okay, uh, someone was told, and it was told to me. Well, I didn't vote for it because Freddie fixed my street. Mm. Well, we haven't done very many streets, so you know I don't know where that person is, but that 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 was kind of comical. Um, you've had a few people say, well, you know, I'm upset that Republic hasn't picked up the garbage can, so I didn't vote for it. And, you know, and look, whether this is true or not, these are the kind of things as a mayor, uh, it's a small, we are a small town, whether we think we are or not. So people stop me, you know, they stopped me when they voted for it. And then the rumor mill of why people didn't vote for it, you, I could go on all day with every kind of scenario. Uh, some people thought it was a new tax, and maybe that was, you know, the case. I tried to get the word out that it wasn't. In fact, I thought uh, at the, prior, the meeting prior to the election, I thought you put it very succinctly. Not a change in your tax burden. Yes, yes. You know? And that's the big thing. We were paying the tax off and, and bringing it right back, so there was no tax burden change at all. Um, but that's okay. I mean, and, and the next one, believe me, I'm not crazy. I'm never, gonna pro- I'm never going to propose anything, no matter what kind of uh, creative idea we come up with. I'm not going to increase taxes on this. You know, that, that's not my point. Uh, you had some people that said I was going to vote for it, and I heard that from a few people that didn't say renewal. Well, they couldn't say renewal. No. Uh, you know, and the other thing is some people asked me, you know, point blank, we voted for it, but boy, the wording was clumsy. And I said, look, the state puts the wording. I don't get to contribute anything. You tell them what you want to do. I go through Jason Akers, our bond and attorney. The state says Jason doesn't set the wording either. I think the bond commission. Do, uh, the bond the commission. Yeah. So the bond commission is going to word it the way they word it, and that's all you get. Um, but anyway, I- I'm still excited. Uh, job is still a blast. I mean, I wake up every day, and I can't tell you how many days. Six year, it'll be six years in January, and I'm like, I get paid for this? I mean, it's fun. So uh, I'll be out on the sidewalk, and uh, hopefully people show out. I'll do a press release tomorrow so that I can get that out there officially. Cut a video today, and it probably will be ready, I guess, Monday. So all next week, I'll put my little video out there on Facebook and try to hit the world from that angle and the city's website and then do a formal press release probably tomorrow uh, and just let people know, you know, come out and let's talk roads. So and we're talking about Monday the 28th through December 1st? Yes, those three days. Uh, no, no the, Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, okay, I had, not they the had already booked some meetings for me on the Monday, so okay. I, I couldn't get out of it. I mean, I want to let people down. So it will be the Tuesday, Wednesday, and the 1st. Okay. 9 I, to 12. I'd like to see a Lucy-esque sign, the mayor is in. No, that might be fun. You know? That might be fun. There you go. Yeah, find a little desk. I'll put a lamp. Don't you think I need a lamp? It's not going to light up. I think I need a lamp. Uh, and then my chair, I gave away my, the, like, the power chair when I got there. I didn't like that big, you know. So I have this funky 1940s wooden chair that I drug from my office. Uh, so I probably had to use that chair. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, hopefully the weather holds out for well, you. Well, if, it, if it's really raining, you'll see a little sign that says we'll go to the meeting center that is uh, in the Cliff Oakland building, right. our, new, our new community meeting center that we're utilizing. We'll go there. But, but I really think the effect and the fun and the fact that, uh, you know, I'm on the sidewalk is it's just something I always wanted to do.
All right. I know I, I, it's been a while since I used to do my show on the sidewalk, especially I remember that. when we were on when you're in the uh, other location. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. No, I always thought that was that cool. Perspective, yeah, but. That's what I want to do. Thanks so, it'll be fun. There you go. So uh, any, before we uh, do a dive into Tuesday's meeting, anything else uh, you want to bring about? No, no. I think, uh, you know, they started the, uh, the Civic Center Arena. The, they're, they're working back there. The uh, splash pad's finished, and I think even the punch list is done, so that, that's awesome. I mean, it's too cold to do the splash pad, but that's going to be fun. Uh, saw pictures yesterday. I couldn't make the meeting. I had, was kind of double booked. The uh, gym roof at the West End and the gym roof at Sear Gates, all that main area on top of the basketball areas, which the main gym, which was the most important thing to get re-roofed before we ruined those floors. That's all roofed. Uh, very glad to see that. They're working on the front of the – Western building now, which is we're changing the profile of the entry, and I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, it's not completely finished, but the sign for the Veterans Memorial, I got a call yesterday. I, when I leave here, I'm going to look at it. Uh, it goes on top of that wall. So uh, that, I think, is just about done. We have to decide if we're painting it. It's all raw aluminum. It might look good like that. We might need to paint it. So I'm not sure. I'll probably go prop it up and let some veterans look at it. Um, but that's, uh, that's coming together. Uh, it's just a good time. You know, we have uh, Pepperplex was out there yesterday. They, they're really working hard, um, turfing fields, just getting stuff done. So it's exciting to see that uh, puzzle coming together. Um, we have a company that will come to the next council meeting, so I'll wait for that. We have a local company, I think, who is going to manage and run and serve some really good food in the concession stand out there. I'm excited about that. I didn't want it to just be that uh, – that cheap cheese yeah, and some, yeah. you know, whatever, nachos. And, you know, it needed to be more than that. And I think it's going to be. I know it's going to be. Uh, so a lot going on, you know. Good good time to be in government. Busy. You you mentioned uh, the garbage transfer. Um, how would you rate the, the transition and how oh, it's not, going? Oh, not good. Uh, Republic has really, you know, they're nice people. and I mean, I talk to them every day. Uh, they've really dropped the ball in picking up the cans. They started on their last route, and then Pelicans took over November 1. What's the date today? Today's the 15th. That's what 17th, I thought. 17th. 17th. So between, you know, this 18 days they've been picking up cans. Uh, I know, granted, there were probably about 14,000 cans, but uh, I got very aggravated last week on Thursday. I couldn't take any more, so I suspended everything Public Works was doing. I sent them out Thursday, sent them out Monday, sent them out Tuesday and Wednesday. So we have picked up hundreds and hundreds of cans. Now, this is the worst thing I ever asked my public works crews to do, and I went over there and shook as many of them's hand and basically said, you have to do it but apologize at the same time because we're not set up to be garbage men, okay? So they pick cans up on flatbed trailers. They were the Republic cans. People were supposed to stop, and it's okay, on November the 1st and not put anything in them. But, you know, I guess people said, hey, Republic left it in my yard. I'm going to use it. I don't really blame them. And then they piled trash in it, and then Republic didn't come pick the trash up. Pelican started. They didn't pick it up. So you're talking about some garbage that's like two and three weeks old, okay? So it was rank from the beginning. They don't call it garbage for nothing. It's really bad. So they handling those cans, putting them on flatbed trailers, bringing them to the old barn because they couldn't find another spot, taking a backhoe bucket, and then they have to physically dump the garbage into the backhoe bucket and then throw it into a dumpster because we're not, like I said, we're not set up. So very manual, very a lot of labor intense and, and, and just, you know, ripe. Let's just say very ripe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't good. 
But we did that because I just lost my mind and couldn't take it anymore. Uh, got Republic to agree, but only yesterday. You know, we, we talked about it maybe a couple of days ago that I'm keeping the time, I'm keeping everything, and we owe them a last rebate. So I uh, will take that time out of their rebate. I finally had to send Public Works back to work today, though, because we had some things that were, you know, critical that, that they have to go and do. Uh, Republic has beefed up their crews. I have to say their crews are really nice. Uh, they're the people who are, I don't talk to Mr. Republic, okay, if there is one, but, and you know there isn't, but the people that are up the chain that I've reached that are now here, uh, very cooperative, very nice people, but it's just been, you know, not good. Their response, I thought that the cans would have got out of here in about a week, um, week and a half. Uh, Pelicans was a little slow in delivering the cans and getting all of them out. There was some time that crossed over. They seem to be doing better. Their, uh, their people are attentive. We had some issues with the call center in Homa. We are creating a call center here. I'm, I'm hoping that, and I need to call it to see. I'm hoping after, you know, two weeks, it's up three weeks, it's up and running. Um, I'm not being ugly, but the people were very rude at the call center in Homa. I don't know why. I had the same experience. They were not nice at all. I called a couple. I had a complaint. So then I called, and they were not. Now, they record the calls. So I talked to the owner of Pelicans. He could play me some that our people were not very nice when they called mm. and were really, really combative from the minute, like just really mad. Sure. Okay? And I understand it. It's your garbage, and you want, you know, all you really want the garbage is go away as quick as you can and leave me alone. So there were a couple of them that people complained, and then when I heard the other side of the conversation, I was like, cool, well, you know, two, two wrongs don't make a right, but, but still, they're in the business to do that. So they need to get a little tougher skin. Um, and we've had some discussions about the call center here. will not operate that way because, you know, they, they were rude. So, uh, and then, like I said, the cans didn't quite go out fast enough, but Pelican has been bending over backwards to make it right. Uh, they communicate with me every day. Every day, I've never gotten this before, ever. Every day, I get an update on how long it took to pick the garbage up. Like, our route is finished for the day at this time. I, you know, we're doing this. There was a time last Monday that they had two drivers not show up, and they picked up till five something, but there are some laws that they can only be out with those workers so many hours, and then the truck drivers for their CDLs have to get 10 hours of rest before they can come back. They came back the next morning, and they had three streets to finish on that route. They finished that route. It was the next morning. It was late, and they, you know, caught up and did everything else. So I'm getting the blow-by-blow of when a driver doesn't show, when they didn't complete something, when they realized they skipped something, uh, and there was a time that their drivers are new, and so they have supervisors kind of almost following or guiding the trucks because the drivers are new here, and so some of them don't know where to go. There was some misses the first week of whole streets. You know, they just went around the block and, you know, didn't go back. So I, I feel that the communication's good with them, and I think it's getting better. Uh, the owner is very cooperative. Our local Tommy T, our local rep uh, in Coshone, and William, they, they do, Williams, they do a great snook. They do a great job of communicating, and, and they're working through the issues. I feel that another two or three weeks, we won't have any kinks in the system. Uh, I think it's getting there. Um, but the biggest thing I have, I mean, I worked three hours in my office this morning. I only closed the door when we had to cut that video, okay? And my receptionist is still taking, you know, tons of when are they getting this can out of my yard, uh, we've had people start to put cans in trucks and bring them to us. 
which, you know, that, that's been interesting. You know, like we showed up this morning and there were three cans at the yard, you know, that somebody just said, I had enough. I heard they're bringing them on Fulton Street. I'm going, I'm getting this can out of my yard. I totally understand that. I have one can. As of this morning, I have one can that has been in my yard for 17 days. Mm-hmm. And it's just sitting there. But I had, you know, all my other cans. For some reason, they picked up all my cans except one. I thought maybe it was a message, you know. <laughs> but I don't know what the message is. Uh, I noticed it took them a while to pick up the cans right in front of City Hall. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Those lingered for a yeah, while. Those lingered. And, the one, and I still got one. I, I can't wait to go home. Uh, well, I got some, a meeting at lunch. But as soon as I can, I'm going to go see if they picked it up today. Um, but anyway, it's, uh, the transition could have been a lot smoother. Although I do remember as the pro tem, the transition was not smooth. Uh, it's 11,000 households and it's, you know, it's just a huge undertaking. Um, we've got a good contract. We have good measures and benchmarks and good penalties, if you want to call it that, if I would have to do that. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. We're going to monitor it. Um, but I'm a patient guide. It's, it's going to take a month or two to get the kinks out. And we've already almost been a month. So I am hoping, like I said, another three, four weeks, we should be, should be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting. I, I will, I'm a Tuesday pickup. Okay. So Tuesday's I, their biggest day. I just found that out. Like I said, I know more about garbage than I ever thought I would, but Tuesday's the biggest route in the city. So I was the first one to not... You know, the first one Republic had to deal with in picking up the cans. Okay. Picked up my garbage Tuesday morning, the 25th. Uh, picked up the can a few hours later. I was like, great, this is going great. Republican should be here with my new can soon. Yeah. Still waiting. You're still waiting. I, I sent him okay. an email. Sent him an email because, as you know, I'm in a bit of a unique situation. Yeah, it looks now. commercial. I mean, it's not, but it looks commercial. You know, where you are. And uh, also, you know, my address versus the street the garbage gets yeah. picked up are different. Yeah. So I wrote an email explaining all this to them and saying, hey, here's my number. Call me because I think I could have fallen through the cracks. Yeah. No mistake. You know, not, nothing intentional, not right. lazy. Just it's a unique. So anyway, no, no reply. Email them again from a different email address. That got a, got a reply. Positive reply. Thank you. We're going to take care of this. Follow up. No good. Then I actually ran into a couple of Pelican employees, okay. and one of them is the guy who is distributing carts. And I explained the situation. He writes, I'm still waiting. Cool. So anyway, okay. My, uh, the, the good news is I have another outlet for my garbage right now, but that, yeah, is, that could go that away soon. That could go away soon, so... Okay. Anyway, so right. anyway, uh, you know, if I don't get something, you know, again, Tuesday pickup, so I'm hoping sometime between now and then. All right. And even if it is Tuesday still, because most of my near neighborhood is Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm just a half a block off a Monday route. Right. So right. who knows? Okay. Well, that's good to know. I will look into that <laughs> along with, and look, I do this all day long. That's my job. So, uh, hmm. That that disturbs me a little bit, but it's not. Uh, and, you know, my, we do have a bunch of odd spots that I know they are still, you know. Yeah, and that was the other thing when I called into the call center the second time and so, tried to explain my unique situation. Mm-hmm. It's like she didn't want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. You See, know? when I called, for, I called for somebody else, and it's like they cut me off, and I'm thinking, it's like, well, oh. we're, we're still doing it. We're still. Yeah. Do- I, I get that you're still yeah. doing it, but I just wanted to point out my unique situation. Yeah. yeah. No empathy. Yeah. No. It, right. it was really well, frustrating. We'll have to deal with that. Anyway, 
anyway, let's uh, talk a little bit about two, one, one thing that didn't happen Tuesday, but I'd still like to talk about it. Sure. Someone from Clico was going to yes. talk about the contract. Uh, right. Again, Clico uh, is coming to talk about the franchise agreement. That's something that I need to negotiate, and we, you know, they're coming to do that presentation. Um, we have had some talks behind the scenes, but, you know, now it's to kind of formally go through this. Um, I got a call that they were coming, so I put them on the agenda, and then uh, meeting day on Tuesday, they called and said, look, we really don't quite have everything signed off. We do not want to come and say something that is not going to happen. You know, we, we the big bosses, you know, I, I guess the Australians, uh, you know, there's some stuff that we just have to get nailed down. So they postponed it, and they'll be coming on December the 6th, which will be our next meeting. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. What, what do mean, you see in the way of any change? Or, or well, the problem is, okay, and, and I know, like, citizens were there uh, ready, and so were some council people ready to pounce on Clico. okay? Look, I pay the same utility bill you do. I don't understand my bill. I have a house next to me that I, I'm blessed, I, I, you know, not blessed that I lost my mother, but I bought my mother's house after she passed from COVID. Bought my brother and sister out, started remodeling, remodeled the house for a year, and moved in. I still own the house next door. No air conditioners are on, no, you know, barely any lights, you know, just, I mean, we're about finished cleaning the whole thing out. Um, but my bill there is, is weird. I, I'm, you know, it just doesn't seem right. I mean, I'm not using that much utilities. What we have learned is that there's a charge just to bring power yes. to your home. Yes. Whether, I mean, I know you that. can turn it off and, and I didn't you're still know paying that. a bill. Well, I didn't either. Okay. So that was the first thing I learned. I still don't think it's right. But, you know, so I'm in the same boat as everybody else. I mean, you know, just because you become the mayor of New Iberia, you got to pay utility bill. So uh, I'm not happy. I mean, I wish the bills were lower. I know that it's a giant big picture. Um, but Clico owns every pole, every substation, every electrical line, every part of that grid. And I have a few people who keep arguing with me that, you know, no, uh, when May Dag did it, he owned all the power. We don't own the power poles. There's nothing I can do about it, and that is not true. I've looked through every franchise agreement I can find. Clico owns all of that. I couldn't put, you remember I wanted to put cameras on some mm -hmm. of the poles, and I had to buy 19 poles and do it myself because I can't even put anything on the Clico pole because they're not our poles. So Clico owns all the infrastructure. You go one step further, the uh, Public Service Commission, long ago, and I'm talking, you know, many, many years ago, gave each power supplier an area. So they have an area. They, they're locked in. They're not leaving. You know, the, the idea of that I will get a Slimco or I'll get a LUS or I'll get some other company to come in, yeah, if they buy Clico, go talk to the Australians. I mean, you know, I can't, I can't do that. I have nothing. If Clico left here, they would take everything. We'd be back to the Stone Age. I mean, you can't physically and legally. I don't have a leg to stand on to say I'm bringing in somebody else. It's not going to happen. Um, and the Public Service Commissioner approves all of their rates and looks at. And then when uh, the Public Service Commissioner came, because I didn't realize how in-depth that was, they look at their operating expenses. They look at all of their books, and then they allow them so much profit. Although they never would tell me how much profit they allow. But let's just say they let the utility company make 15%. Every year, they go with all of their bills, with all of their stuff, with everything, and they regulate them and make sure and look at what they're making. But, I mean, you know, some of those Clico executives are very well paid. It's got to be, you know, I mean, they're making a profit. Um, 
but the the system's kind of rigged against us you know when when we think as all americans think you know free market competition's good you know well let's just bid it out let's just you know that's not it when you come to the utilities it's not gonna happen you also you all watch me negotiate the loco utility which is a you know a smaller much much smaller company and a more local company i mean they, they again they own all the water system so, yes, we did a little bit, and we tried. I gave them a one-year, you remember, because I tried to right, get more right. out of them. It didn't really work. I mean, I'll be the first to tell you. You get to the point that it's, it's you know, it's take it or leave it. So um, I'm looking for the discussion, and they are a, you know, multi-Lord knows how many, how large of a company they are. So, you know, if there's some ways they can give back, if there's some ways that they have some community programs, which I know they do, and there's a way that they have some rate adjustments and they have some payment plans. We found out recently they do that weatherization that, that we didn't even, I didn't even know they did that. So, you know, I'm looking for them to be good community partners and to help any way they can. But I don't think we're coming over there to, to club Clico over the head because, you know, we, we can, but I don't think it's going to be effective, you know. Uh, so I'm looking for them to come as I brought them a few months ago. If you remember, what community solutions do you have? I'm looking for them to explain the bill. And, and, and I think that one of my council people had their bill all marked up on the desk waiting for them and she will do a great job. So I would love to, I can't wait to see that part of it. Okay. Because I do think they need to explain every part and piece. I keep hearing behind the scenes that some of those charges are going to go off. Well, they can't go off quick enough. I mean, I have a Clico bill. I have quite a few Clico bills. So I'm hoping that we might get some relief in that way of, uh, you know, storm claims, this and that. Some of that stuff, you know, I am hoping goes away. I do know that they were making some efforts to finance some of that because we finance and inform now to finance some of that where it would come off of the bill. So I'm hoping to hear about that. I'm hoping to hear about any, you know, relief they can give. Um, but I'm not expecting that, uh, you know, all of a sudden the guy's going to stand up because we're doing a franchise agreement for one town and say, okay, I'm cutting y'all rate. You know, you'll get a better deal than anybody else. I mean, that's, that's not, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, but it'll be very interesting. Uh, I look for a long meeting. I look for citizens to come. I look for council members to contribute. Um, so I'm looking forward to it to tell you the truth. As far as what we receive out of the deal, you know, it's always the street lighting is always like a negotiation, uh, and I need to try to come out on top on that. And I don't feel that they have fixed them fast enough when we turn them in. Uh, You know, so I'm looking for something with there. And then there will be a monetary gain. There will be a fee for, you know, for the franchise agreement. Um, I'm going to negotiate that as high as I possibly can. Um, we've already talked as a council that we're going to fix other issues with that. And the biggest one is we're going to camera this town and law enforcement in that new part of that new Cliff O'Quinn Center remodel that we made some meeting rooms. We have a media room that we are just waiting to trick out and it will have monitors and we are sending someone to be a crime analyst and sending them to the academy for that. And they will monitor those cameras. I've got to get, you know, our crime is, uh, well, it's always too much for me, but, you know, there are certain uh, activities that we have to get a handle on. And, you know, all of law enforcement across all of however far you want to go. If you look locally, every department locally is down, just like we are. 
people are not waiting as I wish they were in line to be a police officer. It is a uh, kind of a vilified profession. Um, we have given raises and our pay is in line and our benefits are in line and we got great people that work for our department. Are we short some people? Yeah, just like every other department is. So that's not a, a reason to say, oh well, you know, and every crime is important and every crime that happens in this community hurts not only the victim, but it hurts the whole community. Um, so we as a council and myself as administration have talked about it and the check that we get, uh, it's going to go to a state-of-the-art security system for this whole town. We're going to put cameras up, and we're gonna, I want to catch those tire dumpers. Okay, I'm sick of that. We spend, you know, 100 grand a year hauling off tires. That's ridiculous. I want to book them. All of these people that are dumping their trash illegally for whatever reason, but, I mean, you see public works picking up piles of stuff on everywhere around town. I want to catch those people. Uh, of course, we want to catch the violent crimes. Of course, you want to stop shootings. Of course, you want to catch the major drug dealers. Um, you know, the violent crimes, the uh, crimes against property. Well, all of those things, you know, even full-staffed, and I'm not that many people short, you, you can't catch them. I mean, I, I, police officers can't be everywhere. Um, so I think those cameras are going to be a wise investment to clean up our community and to go a long way for all of our quality of life. Um, I'm sure that someone's going to come and say we should take that money and, and you know. Put it to roads. Well, I would love to do that, but we can't do that. I'm and, sure and, that. And, and one, I, when people say, well, why aren't you putting that toward roads? Okay. And I think you've explained it well, but uh, the expense of a road, you, you know, for a couple hundred thousand, you're not going to pay no, a whole lot no. of roads. You know? No, I mean, we have our, our initiative right now that's $12 million. Yeah. And $12 million is going to fix barely 20% of the roads. Like I said, when those bulldozers stop, you're going to have people upset of, well, where's my road? Well, your road was coming in the next phase. I mean, it's, it's you know, t one more thing, and then I'll, I'll, I won't preach so much. Okay, you, whatever I get out of Clico, okay? If I get a million dollars out of Clico, a million dollars divided by 11,000 households. So you want me to give everybody $90? Because mm -hmm. there is some talk of that, you know, uh, give us a relief off our bill. So a one-time $90 versus camera this town and get more of these criminals out of here no. and protect your property and protect your quality of life and catch those tire dumpers, okay? <laughs> uh, you know, that, that's where it's at. I mean, that that's would make the most sense for the whole community. But I am sure that we're going to have people come with every, you know, kind of scenario of, of you know, what to do. Uh, and I, I always, that's government at work. I always kind of relish that. It's fun. But uh, at the end of the day, I think we've kind of decided what we would do. But I don't know how much money we're getting yet. We're still negotiating. The, the meeting when they come is the first step. And that's not going to decide everything. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, I've never done this before. So it will be, uh, uh, you know, it's a 20-year 20, 20 franchise agreement. So I wasn't in politics then. But uh, so I'm looking forward to it. All right. And uh, speaking of cameras, uh, there was some discussion there. I thought uh, more discussion than was needed. But uh, the, the uh, issue in front of the school zones, in yes. school zones. Yes, we're gonna, we are passing an ordinance, and we will be able to, only in the school zones, only when the school zones are operational, will we put these cameras. And they will be to deter speeding in the school zone. I don't think when I talk about other cameras, that's security cameras. That's, you know, cameras for crime. That's not that's crime suppression cameras. That's not speed cameras. I'm not trying to make money, and I don't want anybody to think we're going to pop speed cameras up all over town. That's not going to happen. But in the school zones to protect our children 
and it gives me the extra ability to have LPR cameras. It lets me see who's turning in. It lets me see if we ever had an incident at school. They can quickly go back and see, you know, how many cars, who's there, how many individuals. It reads license plates and identifies uh, people who are wanted, so we might catch some bad guys with those LPR cameras, and we're very fortunate that the school zones uh, Even if they're not our, speeding. Right, just yeah, no, it'll identify them. And so uh, it'll ping because it's, you know, gangster so-and-so that, we're, that somebody's looking for. You know? And it could be not from here. It could be, you know, some, some gangster from Lafayette could ride through New Iberia. You know, you know it'll ping him. Uh, so that's a good thing. But, uh, and our schools are on such major traffic thoroughfares, which is why we have a speeding problem, but also why those cameras are going to help. So the resol- that passed, and then our next move is we will have to bring the contract and work out the contract. And there was a lot, a lot of talk. There was probably more contract talk than, yes, we want to do this. Yes, we want to do this. Everybody agreed with that. Yeah. But we got off into the weeds a few times. Look, man, I love our meeting. I, I said that the other night. I stay here till 10 o'clock. I mean, we have two game days a month. And that's the way I look at it. So it's game day. Uh, they want to stay there till 10 o'clock. I, I prod them. I'm like, hey, is that all you got? You want to talk some more? I mean, it, it's, it's our time. Few councils, and I've been blessed at both councils. When you watch our council meetings or attend our council meetings or listen to them here on Kane Radio, it's real government at work, and it's all out there working. In other words, from the time we start on an issue, you really get to see the whole process to the extreme. But you see the whole process. There's not any debate behind the scenes. There's not a lot of go back and forth that, you know, I've been witness to other councils in the past. And I was like, oh, they must have had the meeting before the meeting. Okay, we don't have the meeting before the meeting. It's all raw in your face. And, you know, if you want a steak, you got to watch this butcher the cow. I like government like that. I think that that is full, true transparency. So I never know what's going to happen. And do we talk a long time? Oh, yeah, you know we do. But I think it's all part of government at work. There you go. A couple other uh, issues, um, uh, topics of discussion, uh, the the permitting fees, uh, that discussion was rather lengthy as well. Uh, Without a a complete resolution, it was just a discussion item. Right. But again, uh, a lot of what-ifs there. Yeah, a lot of what-ifs. But the the mood of the room, as I see it, because that's my job to read the room, the mood of the room at the end was that, you know, it's not really that big of a deal. And you had a lot of people saying, you know, charge them because the city is going to incur fees. And, and if you don't, the contractor is just going to nail it in the fee. Um, some kind of way he's going to put it in either way. So we had a lot of discussion about that. I'm glad that we are making our own ordinance or have made our own ordinance to control if those FEMA ta- trailers come into town and that we still follow all of our rules and ordinances and setbacks and all those kind of things so that when one comes, if, if God forbid we need this, if some trailers come in, they don't disrupt everybody else. Uh, so we can control that. This discussion was about do you charge a fee for the, you know, and it's just all kind of scenarios. You know, if they get an insurance money and they get in a new house, they, they can pay the fee. If uh, you can't blanket it across the whole community, if you only had damage in whatever area. So, yeah, there was a lot of what ifs. It was a fun discussion, but there was a lot of what ifs, and, and that's all it was was a discussion. Uh, whether it goes any further, I, you know, I, I, it's not clear. Uh, I didn't see that a whole lot of council people wanted to pursue that. Um, and everybody had a reason why, if and when. And uh, so it was fun. But half the, halfway through, I'm like, man, y'all, y'all are just some negative people. I mean, y'all just waiting for the town to get wiped out. Uh, you know, I guess you do have to plan for the worst, you know, and, and hope for the best. But uh, let's hope some of those scenarios that they were playing out never happen. 
There you go. Uh, one thing I did not air yesterday was the discussion around uh, properties, not property standards as much as uh, junk yes. in, in yards. Yes. And again, not an easy resolution there either. There's, there's not one. Ugly meets code, and people don't like to hear that. And our little system, maybe it's uh, ridiculously simple, but Jimmy goes out. If it's clearly junk, no problem. If it's something of value, I get pictures on my desk the next day or the next couple of days, and I mark with a highlighter what they can pick up and what they can't. Because as I tried to explain, maybe I didn't do a good job. We are a very diverse community. we got people from every walk of life. What you think is valuable and is worth something to you and what your neighbor or the guy across town or whatever thinks can, can be every spectrum of the gamut. You just don't know. So if it's something of value, if it's, if it's titled and licensed, if it's a boat, if it's a trailer, if it's a four-wheeler, we're not picking it up. It has some value. I don't want to get sued that you picked up my, and then we're going to try to prove it after it's destroyed, how much your boat was worth. You know, it could have been the, the leakiest, craziest piece of junk, but, you know, you're going to come at me for $5,000 because it was your bass boat. So there are some things that we can't pick up. There are some things that have value. There are construction materials. They are, you know, things that, again, you know, we're not going to take someone's property that's valuable. So in some instances, we don't seem to ever clean up enough for the person who's complaining. And I understand that. Then we got into a whole conversation that it was almost like we were going to have an HOA of, you know, tidy. You can't dictate tidy and neat. I don't think you can. Uh, I mean, we had a big discussion about it, but I don't think you can. I think that uh, if you go by into a new plastic subdivision with a whole bunch of rules and all of that from day one, and you go build your house or buy a house in something that is established with all of those rules, that's one thing. You put that on yourself. If you live in a town that was founded in 1779 <laughs> in America, and, uh, you know, you've been here forever, you know, you're in a multi-generational house that, you know, your family's owned for 150 years, I don't know how far we can really go to tell you how to live. Uh, and then we don't go on porches or carports, and that seems to be a big aggravation to some people. But we, that's on to their property, and they told me from the day I got here that was way too much of an intrusion to get on someone's porch and say, I'm taking this away from you or under their carport. So there are some things you can't do. Do I ride around and see things that really look junky? Yes, I do. But I remind myself, and I've coined that phrase since I was a pro tem, ugly meets code. There are some things that government cannot or should not overreach. So big, big discussion, no resolution to it because I don't know what the resolution to it is. Yeah. I'll put it on every Maybe meeting if they want to discuss it. Public but health and safety. That's yeah. pretty much yeah. where you can. I think that's as far as I said that. Really, that's as far as I can go. Uh, you know, keep it healthy and keep it safe. And other than that, you know, I don't think I can do that. But uh, good discussion, but, you know, no, no resolution to it. Gotcha. Running tight. Yeah. Uh, anything else uh, no, of note from good. last we, night? We, 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 Tuesday. Yeah, no, we talked a lot. Uh, long meeting, good productive meeting, but really nothing else kind of sticks out. Uh, can't thank you enough for playing it and getting it out there uh, because, you know, the one takeaway, and then I'm done, that I take from the, you know, the tax issue is that no matter how much I come on the radio, we put it in the newspaper, we put on an electronic billboard, we put it on a website, we do videos, you know, they are just some people that I, I have yet to figure out, you know, how to reach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, so I appreciate everything that y'all do because at least it's one more avenue to, you know, get the word out. There you go. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, new Iberia Mayor Freddie DeCourt joins us usually on the Thursday following uh, Tuesday night city council meetings. And 
Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And to my no voters, if you want, I'll see you on the sidewalk. There you go.